Hi, welcome back to One More Thing with Tiffany and Anthony. Hey. Uh, tonight we're talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7, Episode 6, Adapt or Die. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Dramatic. Well said, well said. Uh, will, we're wait, still in 1976. Say, I want to put an emphasis on, sure. on the first part. Adapt or die. <laughs> you know. You know, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was your question? Reminds me of, uh, I was going to say, it reminds me of the whole uh, Eddie Izzard cake or death. Oh, I don't know that. Oh, Eddie Izzard? Oh. Um, I know Eddie Izzard, but I don't know that. Yeah. yeah. Had a whole, um, I think it's from Dress to Kill, the stand-up show, where I, had, I don't know, had to do with some historical things, like cake or death, and then it became like a, like, it was a very dramatic thing, and then it becomes very lighthearted, like, you know, like, uh, on a plane, like you know, would you like some peanuts, cake, or death? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's my adapter. Oh man, did I steal that? Then I didn't even know. No, no, you know, I said the way you said it reminded right. me of it. <laughs> I'm a comic thief, I'm a joke stealer. <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> there goes your stand up career. <laughs> Damn it, hold on, let me let me cross that off. All right, there, all right. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it was uh, Adapt or Die. It was an interesting episode. Uh, I had uh, one of my favorite, I don't know, like, I wouldn't say scenes, but sequences with Coulson mm-hmm. in the past couple of years. It felt the most Coulson-like. Like, it was a version of an attitude from Coulson that we haven't seen in a couple of seasons, which I really enjoyed. Yes. Um, so I, I think with this episode, I liked it. But I, I think like mm-hmm. with the la- with the prior two episodes, um, I enjoyed those episodes because I felt like from start to finish, they flowed perfectly. I felt like from start to finish, like I enjoyed pretty much everything. Whereas in this episode, there was stuff that I liked and then stuff that I was like, uh, okay. And then stuff I was like, wait, I'm questioning this. <laughs> okay. Can't wait to get to that. <laughs> right. So, um, but yeah, but I mean, overall, I, I enjoyed the episode, but yeah, I, I think the previous two episodes, I really enjoyed the flow from start to finish. Okay. So I'm not sure how I feel. Maybe as we talk about it, I'll work through it. Oh, I like, I like <laughs> when we're not sure. And then we just come up with something at the end that we're like, you know what? I now have a, a distinct thing of how I feel after talking about it. It's not like I hated it, but I was like, because I just said I enjoy, like, had my favorite, like, Colson scenes in a long time, but it's just like... Well, that's the great thing about... You know what? You know what? I'm thinking more I'm thinking more about what happens in the next two episodes. Well, actually, the episode that follows it that kind of has me going, ooh. Ooh, that's... You know? Spoiler alert for the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> probably my least favorite of the season. Funniest. Yes, but I can see why I can see why it was your least favorite. Yes, funny moments, um, yeah. but yeah, and we'll we'll get to that in the next episode. Yeah. But that's just a, yeah. a little again <laughs> enjoying this season. There are no, I don't think there's been any bad episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was probably my least favorite, and and in that episode, I'll, I'll explain why. Um, yeah, uh-huh. but this episode, I go. But one of the cool things about reviewing and like going over it. And like talking about it is you do start to realize when you're 
you know, either halfway through the po- podcast or at the end of it where you're like, oh, <laughs> I like this more than I thought. Or, oh, you know what? I really didn't enjoy this as much as like, you know, it, the cool thing about it is, is like you can like form new opinions or kind of different opinions or, or variations of it while we're talking about it. Yeah, because, you know, you finish episode and you either have like a, oh, I hated that or, oh, I like that. But then when you, as you say, you talk through, you go, wait, maybe I'm saying I like that because I just didn't hate it, hate it. But I actually really didn't like it. Exactly. Exactly. When you when we when you're able to break something down, you get more of an understanding of how you feel about it. So, yeah. So that's why I'm excited. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what the we'll see what the final result is for you at the end of this. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we are still in 1976. We are still at the Dang Lighthouse. Your favorite I don't know how excited place. I was at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. I was like, we're done with the lighthouse because we'd been like, I felt if we weren't in the lighthouse exactly, we were just on this set that looked like the lighthouse no matter yes. what. And I thought, we were done with that. We're going through time and space. It's going to be great. And no, we're back in the lighthouse for like three episodes. Not only last year, but the whole future thing when they were on the ship in like season four when they first met Deke, like that set kind of looked like the lighthouse too, except it. That was the lighthouse. Uh, right. It was the lighthouse in the future. It was the lighthouse. In the... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking lighthouse. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, they, they, they got their money got worth. You know, set. it's like. <laughs> It's like uh, it kind of reminds you of Arrow, how like everything took place in a warehouse. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> Apparently, everything uh, here takes place in the lighthouse. Star City, Star City was basically just warehouses, like as far as the eye can see. It was like the Queen Mansion. So many abandoned warehouses, yeah. too. It was like the uh, what was the CCPD? Is that it? No. Yeah, we'll go yeah. with that. No, no wait, that's, uh, that's Star that. City. Yeah. Um. It was the police department. <laughs> yes. The police department is like the club, hideout, <laughs> mansion, and then abandoned warehouses as far as the eye can see. Of course, when you say that thing of uh, orange girls, as far as the eye can see. That's where I got it from. That's where I stole it from. Um, God, I'm just ripping <laughs> things off today. I'm just... <sighs> All right, new material. Hold on. <clears throat> I got nothing. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but yeah, I, I go being like in the lighthouse again. Like, again, the first episode where they did it, fine. We hadn't seen it all season. I'm okay with that. Second episode, yeah. you're like, eh, all right, I'm getting tired. And then this one, you're like, get off, get out of the dang lighthouse. Like, seriously. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, so we are, yeah, so it's 1976, we're still in the lighthouse, um, Mac has decided to save his parents, which is an understandable choice. I'd, I'd make the same choice, uh, and even if you don't make, yes, I think we right, all would. Even if, you don't, even if you're not going to make that choice, you can understand why he would. Yes, and because he is Mac, he is S.H.I.E.L.D., he's a good guy, that's a choice he's supposed to make. Right. Your, your hero cannot make the choice of no, we just let them die. Exactly. Then that's not your hero. Exactly. So he's made yeah, so he's made his choice and he's also decided that but he can't let insight get launched. So 
he reveals uh, the position of the Zephyr One and shoots it down. So now uh, Sybil, and, <laughs> Sybil, which is the predictor, that's her name. <laughs> or as I like to call her, Sybil Trelawney. Yeah, you Harry Potter fans, you got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and her homeboy, Luke. <laughs> Luke the Chronicon. Yeah, they now know where S.H.I.E.L.D. is, basically. Right. So, so they're having a little powwow Simple, in the beginning yeah. where they're... Yeah. Uh, them. You know what? I shouldn't use the phrase powwow. I'm going to cut that out. What's up? <laughs> you should be... I was going to say, I shouldn't use the phrase powwow. That's not <laughs> correct. You should say you're I shipping did. them. <laughs> okay, you know what? Do it. I want... Let them I adapt. Want, Fall in I love. Libble or soup. <laughs> um yeah so basically he's all like hey this sucks they killed malik things aren't going the way that we want like and she's just like don't worry baby it's all good it's all good (laughs) it's basically what he's like they blew up insight malik's dead now we gotta find some other guy and she's like whatever nathaniel who i guess is our new head evil malik yeah because we have to have one (laughs) yeah i don't understand why but sure he has Daisy. The shield ship's revealed. You know, uh, they're going to go into the lighthouse because they're going to be reckless and human. Don't worry about it. We're going to wake up our hunters. Time to face two. Right. Her plan is basically she's like, we're going to overwhelm them. She's like, they're, she's yeah. like, they're making irrational decisions now to save themselves and to save the people they love. And then Luke the mm-hmm. Chromicon is like, you want to overwhelm them. She's like, exactly. See, you, you, you got there. It took you a little while, but you eventually got there. And he's like, oh, all right. He's like, I like that plan. And then she's like, wake the hunters. And yeah, that's what they're going to do. And um, also last week, May and Colson got caught by Stoner's people. And they take them to like the command center where they're like trying to go like, who shot down our inside? Blah, blah, blah. And, Ma- and May's like, you know what? They can't find them. They can't track them down. And Stone is like, no, we have all these cool new, uh, you know, gadgets and stuff from our friend Malik, who, of course, got it from the cross. Yes. And May's like, oh crap, they could track them down now. So they basically take over the systems. Yeah, at at some point, while they're tr- while Stoner is like trying to, you know, do his thing, all of a sudden the systems gets take taken over by the Croms, who now initiate a lockdown. Right. And basically, Stoner is like, you know, don't fire those missiles. Don't do that. Yes, he wants to know who did it. Right. First. He's like, we want to bring them in. We don't want to just start firing like missiles. And like the people that control this are basically like, um, we have no control over this and anything. And he's like, then go down to the. He was like, then go down to the like the thing and rip the mainframe out if you have to. You know, he's like, yeah, the basically yeah. and like. <laughs> Colson and May are basically just like they're in your systems. He's like, there's nothing you can do. He's like, we can help, and he's like, no, still not, still not taking uh, help, and still not believing like used to. And it's like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, like just two random people just showed up, and every time they show up, something else weird. Exactly. Plus, you, I don't trust him. Dinner because he had to put the steak on his eye. Oh yeah, I love like like this was supposed to be a celebratory barbecue for you, Chastity, for you. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you right now, uh, I don't want... think Chastity McBride okay. is her real name. What? <laughs> you think like a real right. name? <laughs> uh, 
do you want to stick with them for a yeah. while? Okay. So now they're like in a room getting uh they get, they're locked up and getting questioned. Yes. Like they're chained the the table. And Colson is still like trying to like, you know, hammer home, hey, there's some robots running around stealing faces. Yes. <laughs> Literally stealing the faces right off. Face off. And Stoner's just basically not having it. And while yeah. he's while Colson's trying to like talk to him and tell him, you know, about this, I'm another agent walks in um yeah her name was king because i find it out later (laughs) i was like i don't remember her name i can describe her um yeah yeah (laughs) she walks in and she's basically all like hey those are like some good people there and my team and this and that and she like she's like i can't she was like she was very human in her whole hey i I went through, went through shield training just so I could be on Project Insight. This was supposed to be like the accumulation of like all my hard work and you guys ruined it. So here's it. the thing. You suck. Okay, so I'm a, so I'm <laughs> gonna make a so yes, that's what she said. I'm gonna make a comparison later on because of something that I felt like wasn't wrong in how they did it. Like I I totally got what they were doing and it made sense, but I felt the execution was just a little off because of because of it and like i may be wrong and i don't know maybe you'll point out like why they did it that way and then i'll be like oh okay okay but like all right because you're probably gonna talk me down from a ledge from something else (laughs) so wait so you want me to bring up what that is now i don't know when we get to it yeah so she comes in and she's just like you know so she's like saying all that whatever and then she's like i can't wait until you guys are locked up and anything and then stoner's like all right settle down he's like you know be professional whatever and she he calls her kojak and then she's like sorry and then they go and she's like well you know uh we found something you know that's what she came in to tell him that they found something so he's like see my people are on it we got this covered and taken care of i'm like yeah you got this taken care of sure um yeah he's like we got it she's like we got to go to the basement or something like that so then they go and leave and May's just like there's something off about that agent, and I love this cult. It's like, yeah, like you think he'd be cooler, like talking about Stoner. Yes, like you think, like, and he and May's like, no, not him. She's like the lady, and Colson's like, what? And everything. So you know, May's like, I felt nothing when she was, you know, over here, like no emotion, just like you, and. And it was so every time she talks to him like that, I'm like, that is so I'm rude. like, that's so like what you know, and it's weird because all right, so then they kind of have this conversation because then Colson's like, No, she, you know, she had emotion. He's like, We just saw it and everything. And May's like, Look, I'm just telling you what I feel, all right? <laughs> she's like, just like you. She's like, You can, <laughs> you know, you have emotion, you can do it. He's like, All right, you know what? I've had enough of this. Cause he's like mad at the fact that I did like this little really fight that did they too. had. It was like Colson being like, you know what? Like, I want something from you. Like, one, stop looking at me like, you know, I'm this weird LMD freak and everything mm-hmm. or this Chromicon. He goes, I'm not a Chromicon and everything. He's like, and she's like, we don't know what you are. He's like, you know what? Still, not them and everything. And he's yeah. that was his whole point. And I, and I also, the thing I liked about this fight was that they had been setting this up with him begging her to react or do something right for like episodes yes exactly and basically he was and i like because he was like you know what he's like and oh because 
I, I forgot if she says this before he says this or after, but I know he goes like, I didn't ask for this and everything. He's like, you know, he goes, I didn't ask to, to die and be brought back. He goes, I didn't ask for any of this mm-hmm. and everything. And I love. Uh, and this is when he asked for, he wanted like, he just wanted her to support right. him. Some and I way. love how yeah. May's like, oh, you know what? I'm tired of, she's like, you know, you die all the time. She's, yeah. you die all the time. She's like, and then you come back. She's like, and I'm done grieving you i'm done you know going through that hell again and i was like ah, i totally get that because you know i totally forgot to see it that way in that perspective for may he keeps dying she keeps going through this emotional trauma with that and then he's coming back and keeps doing it again like the first time he dies with the avengers that was her partner yes. that's sad that's like a friendship that you're traumatized on that second time she dies. He dies when they are just in the start of a relationship, a romantic relationship. Right. So that's even more devastating. She's like, now, like, I, like, she has no. How's she supposed to react to the robot version of him going? Exactly. Like, she's already. She's already exhausted. Exactly. And this. I like how she's like, why you would know? I even want to attempt to start, you know, feeling emotions for you, any type of emotions, friendship, you know. Uh, relationship whatever why would like i want to even try to get myself to feel that way for you when you keep dying and then i gotta go through this crap all over again yeah so i was like oh that's a really she's good like, point I'm done. but then you totally get colson where colson's coming from because he's <laughs> like i you know you're someone who means a lot to me regardless of what mm-hmm. i am <laughs> and he's like i want <laughs> things to go back to like how they were you know he wants may to be may he wants to have that bond with may again and you totally understand why She's the closest person to him exactly. outside of Daisy. And Daisy sees him more of like a father figure. This is someone who's on his level that they were like, they were peers. They were, you know, yes. the co- almost co-heads of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a while. Exactly. So she, he wants this person to help him figure out what's going on with him. Like, how can he reconcile with it if she's not there to help him Ex- the way she's always helped him? Exactly. And regardless of whether he's a an LMD, a robot, a computer, a, a, a dude, <laughs> a strike from another time, whatever, like, he cares about her. He always he, he always mm-hmm. has. So there's always going to be that. So I, I thought that this argument was, like, really good and a really good back and forth because I love, I mean, both, they're really good actors and I love any time where you get, like, where you can see both sides and both both perspectives mm-hmm. um and i forgot what they say but it gets to the point where colson realizes like oh wait they're mimicking like me yeah he he figures out that they're they're copying right. him they're like they, they are adapting because like she's like because that's when they're still talking about like i think they bring up the whole thing with king she's like well how can they how can he, she have her like memories and stuff like that and when they show like the machine, I'm like, oh yes, that's just like the machine they used on Fitz and Simmons in that one episode, right? Where they took their brains See, and copied all their memories. It was okay. So first, okay, so that helps because that was going to be one of my questions and everything. Was that the same machine that they used? I go, I with think Fitz so. And Simmons because that helps a lot too. Because I was also confused about that. Because I was like, how do they know? I go that that I go they. I go, but I didn't feel they explained that because I was like, I'm guessing that's the machine that they use for Fitz and Simmons. I'm like, but I feel. I, I think we were supposed to figure right. that out. Right. And I was like, you were supposed to be like, oh, I watched this. <laughs> right. But I was like, but I also feel like if that was, they're talking about mimicking and how they're adapting. And I go, I feel like that's a pretty big thing that if that was the machine that it was 
that they use for Fitz and Simmons, somewhere in the episode, they would kind of, even if it's a quick thing, they would make mention of that. Because I feel like S.H.I.E.L.D. is usually good at that. So that's why I, I still wasn't sure. So I was like, I'm not sure if that's the machine. I'll go, so before I fully go on a rant, I'm like, I'm going to have to ask. I go, is that the machine? <laughs> I go, yeah, okay. So that, like, that was one of my things because I was just like, is that the same machine? I'm not sure because how it... That's, a, that's what I'm going with because that's the only thing that would make sense how they copy the methods. Okay. And the personality. Right. So yeah, so he figures out, he's like, you know, he goes, that's what they did. He goes, they're mimicking me. He goes, because that's what they do. He goes, when they had that conversation, he goes, when I had that conversation with Luke <laughs> on the uh, <laughs> on the train in episode four, he was like, he yeah. goes, they say that he goes, you know, they adapt. That's what they do. He goes, and they're adapting. And so then he quickly breaks out of the handcuffs and then breaks May's handcuffs. And that's how they get out of there. They're like, they're stealing their faces. We need to go. Exactly. And they realize. That, let's, let's go find yeah, Stoner. They realize that they're going to basically steal Stoner's face next. Yeah. And I went, oh, my God, it's the invasion of the body snatchers. <gasps> right. And I was like, oh, you know, what? I hope they don't show. But they did. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get there because it's it's creepy. Thank you. Uh, oh well, actually, it's literally the next scene because uh, they find their way to because we see Stoner get led to the basement, That's right. and we right before he's that led there, there's another agent named Ford who gets his face stolen, yes. and then he shows up. Like, oh yeah, come in here, and then next thing we know, we have May and Colson now have gotten their way to the basement, and. They see Stoner in the machine, mm-hmm. and they're like copying his information. Right. So, and that's yeah. Okay. So, right, because when they usually steal people's faces before, they just steal their face and they take their face or whatever. That's why. Yeah. No, you're yeah. right. That's why that machine had to be the machine that they were using for Fitz and Simmons because that's the machine that they yeah. use to get their memories. Yeah. So, okay, good. <laughs> so they're doing that, but I, I also and they're all fighting. But I love the part when like they you know, they get there and then they turn around and May's like never turn your back on like you know on the door he, you know it's like never put never keep yeah. your back to the door because someone's always gonna sneak up on you and it's like yeah that's true. It, that's pretty true. Yeah. So right. So then they fight, fight, fight. Um, good guys win. They fight. <laughs> yes. They. <laughs> I like when they when they wake up Stoner. So I was like, I believe you. I believe you. Yeah, like the second like. <laughs> Like Colson like breaks the machine. He's like, I, and he wakes up. He's like, I believe you. He's like, they try to take my face. And oh wait, isn't there a point where he goes, "Thanks for saving my skin." He's like, literally. Yeah, so like that. But when they look over and they show the pile of faceless bodies, I went, I did not need oh, that. Thank you. Why? That was disturbing. We get it. it. Okay, you thought it was a cool visual. You want to see? You want to show? Like, oh, look what it does. I get it. I don't need like 10 times seeing this scene. It's creepy. I don't like it. I was with you on that one. Thank you. I mean, the first time, you know, when they jam stuff people in the face, yeah, that's funny. But this one, that's a pile <laughs> of bodies. <That's> not... <laughs> <laughs> they jam stuff in the face. It's funny. Wow. <laughs> Who's the real villain of, of this podcast? <laughs> we already decided it. When it's Marvel, I'm the villain. When it's DC, you're the villain. That's true. That's true. I can't take. <laughs> Uh, you're right. You know, I am the hero in the Marvel <laughs> universe. You are the villain. Um, but yeah, I hate. Uh, I gotta admit, I just I don't like it. It's creepy. Uh, and they were just. And then the it way this creepy. one was done, like you said, with the bodies like stacked up on each other, it's like, oh, all right. Um, but yeah, and then Stoner's like, they're dead, and Colson's like, yeah, sorry. 
then, <laughs> yeah, so he's like, you need to get everyone out the base. <laughs> right. He's like, you need to get everyone out of the base. And then Coulson sees like the hatch that leads down further into the basement. And he Yeah, because he remembers hearing one of, he remembers hearing one of them say something about like coming up. He's like, let's right. see where they're coming from. He's like, and then May's like, well, like, how are we gonna like get out? And she's like, oh, and then Colson's like, meet up with Mac. He's like, Max, he goes, I'm pretty sure Mac's here to save his parents. And she's like, oh, okay. So then May and Stoner are gonna go meet up with Mac uh, and Yo-Yo and his parents. And um, I said that like such like a five year old. I was like, and um, <laughs> and next and, 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 and this, <laughs> um, yeah, and then and then. Oh. And then. <laughs> exactly that's totally what i sounded like um and then <laughs> and then colson's gonna go down into the hatch <laughs> and see what's going on do you want to stay with colson or do you want to go back um let's go back <laughs> before we get to colson okay because i feel like Coulson's <laughs> <thing is laughs> big thing. oh yeah it rewind. was a big thing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to go to uh, Daisy and Susan? Sure, their thing was pretty easy. Um, yeah, so their thing was freaking messed up. This is the thing. This whole episode is a lot of messed up situations. Yeah, their bodies piled up, up in their faces. What happens to Daisy? What happens with Mac? I'm not up. sure. I'm not sure why they were in like I don't know where they were, but a little like a barn. It was just weird. Was it a barn? I think it was a barn. Yeah. It was just very weird. I mean, I again, know. not that it's a big deal, but it's like, I don't know, it just looked weird. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so basically, uh, yeah. Uh, little boy Blue and his milk comes in. <laughs> and they've, they've drugged them, so Daisy can't use her powers. Right, she can't quake her way. She can't quake, quake. <laughs> her way out of the situation. And, um, yeah, so basically he just comes in, and, and I, I did like how, you know, they're like, Daisy and, and Daniel are basically like, oh, like, I like when she's talking about him, and she's like, you know, that, uh, like, crazy, like, messed up, whatever, and he comes in, and he's like, hey, now. He's like... Yeah. And I, I, so, basically, they, they're like, oh, hey, you know, you're gonna go and help Hydra and whatnot, and I... I did like his whole explanation of like he's like Hydra. He's like, nah, he goes, I'm not Hydra. Do we look like we're Hydra? He's like Like we worship an alien. He, and, yeah, an octopus and an alien. Like he's like yeah. he's like, no. He goes, and I like how was he was like, I dabbled in that a little bit, but it wasn't my thing. He goes, I'm not into that. Yeah, I, that is very that's a very, very interesting thing because you know, the only time we ever see Nathaniel is in uh Gideon's backstory episode. Mm-hmm. And you see that back then he was a true believer. Like he sacrificed himself to go you know, meet Hive and all that and yes. stuff. And it's interesting to see what happens when he doesn't have that opportunity to, to sacrifice himself, really. Exactly. And who he becomes. And I think they, if I, because I rewatched a bunch of episodes, I think we see a, a glimpse of this Nathaniel in the version that comes back in Hive when they bring him back to Earth. Yes. Because there's, you know, the whole episode with, um, when Hive is with Gideon and his daughter and he decides to punish Gideon by killing the daughter and you realize this wasn't Hive that was really Nathaniel speaking through Hive because everyone that Hive has ever taken through him at some point. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Because it was like this, you kind of got this hint that oh, he was punishing, why would Hive punish 
Gideon really. Like he doesn't care who gets sacrificed. Right. To him. Why was he making it come? You don't right. care. Why was he making why would he make it yeah, so exactly. personal? Why was he making it so personal? You're right. And that was probably Nathaniel. Oh, that's good. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. But then as the ep- these episodes go on, I went, okay, I'm done with Nathaniel. But look at yeah. that. Um, yeah. At this point, I'm still on the, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm 100%. That was another thing about the episode. Like, yeah, I was with you. Like, it's like, oh, this is interesting. Let's see where this goes. And then by the time this wrapped up, I was like, yeah, I was done with this. And this didn't really satisfy me. It didn't really go where it... He's, he's not a Malik that I want to keep yeah, following. exactly. Gideon, yes. Freddy... Uh, he goes from like you know the the good kind of goodish kid to whatever. Right. Nathaniel, I'm like you were drinking milk and then you saw her quake and now you're evil. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm it... sorry, eviler. <laughs> so I was hoping, right? So I was hoping like the story had more teeth and more backbone to it, so then I could kind of get over the fact that this all started because he just saw her quake. Because it was like, because again, it was like, yeah. you're in Hydro, your dad's in Hydro. You probably seen a little bit of some crazy shit. This shouldn't. That shouldn't have mm-hmm. made you go, oh, my dear God, I need to change my whole life and philosophy. I need to be, I need to double down on inhuman right. powers. Exactly. And it kind of made no sense why all of a sudden, yeah. So it was kind of weak how that started for him, how that story started for him. But I was like, okay, mm-hmm. if they're going to give us something really cool, really interesting, I can like kind of forgive that. But then they didn't. So it kind of just made the whole thing meh. He becomes just a generic guy. Yeah, exactly. Again, he's generic, yeah. Um, but he does also think so basic, that Dan. Susa is an inhuman. He's like, Nathaniel. You're not aging. Oh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I do like how he's like, and everything. So he's like, I'm not interested in like Hydra, but I am interested in like you guys and everything. So he, you know, obviously he knows Daisy's abilities, but yeah, he's like, Oh, hey, you know, and he goes, Unless you're like, you found like the secret of like youth in a time capsule, he's like. You're not aging. And I like how Daisy's like, he's not what you think he is. And then I like how I did like his line when he goes, <laughs> Well, he better be, because then they're just gonna like cut him up and do all that. It's gonna be for nothing. Yeah. Because then they take Daisy and they're cutting her up. So Oof. yeah, they were like taking spinal fluid from her, um, mm-hmm. blood glands like draining her of like blood oh. of like just enough to where like she's not dead but she's almost practically like and then mm-hmm. yeah and they like did some like creepy shit which made me actually feel bad for daisy so kudos to you agent shield i like yeah i like i don't need her to get this you know tortured for me to feel bad for her um, i just need her not be daisy <laughs> yeah no no i agree i agree <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, I exactly it's like i don't need that but i mean i'm just saying like you know you still feel really bad for daisy because you're like oh shit like damn and like yeah they worked her over i was right. like oh, and God. when you're like really and I'll, i will give them this though it was a scene where it was also too like you're really rooting for daisy you know where you're like oh i mm-hmm. hope she gets out of this i hope she does something you know i hope she's okay and let's be honest it's not a yeah. lot of times <laughs> in the show that you know, that's our main emotion, or that's our main <laughs> train of thought. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so they work her over, and then they bring her back, and they throw her back with uh, Susa. Um, <laughs> and, um, okay, so I feel like you should explain the scene better, because you know the, I'm thinking you know the people he's talking about better than I do, or the guy he's talking about when he tells her the story. 
Oh no, this was a oh, random okay. guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nathaniel lets them know that he's gonna try to like you know synthesize her all the stuff he took from her, just you know give him powers. And Dan was like, that can't work. And Daisy's like, no, Jaiyin, Jaiyin, it happened. It can happen. So she's freaked out right. about that. But she's, but she's also kind of like, she's super weak. She can't like hold herself up. She's bleeding. But they also pat, they also bandaged her. So what? That was nice, right? Um, and then he he's trying to keep her awake. So he tells a story about when he got shot in mm-hmm. the war and how like there was this guy named Mike who's just. We don't oh, know okay. him at I all. I thought he was. He just tells a story about how he stayed with him on the, the field and I kept him awake and you know talked to him. And then at one point he kept saying, "We're going home, we're going home." And so he started repeating that to right. Daisy. And then at one point, you know, he wakes up and the guy is uh, dead. No, the guy's gone and he's the only one alive. But as he's cradling Daisy, he sees like she has like a huge piece of glass stuck in her hand. Right, because he's like. And he's like, we're getting out of here. Yeah, exactly. Because he was like, you know, don't give up on, uh, you know, like, keep fighting. Don't give up, like you said. And then, you know, she's like, oh, hey, here, take this huge piece of glass I have in my hand. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, that's the fighting spirit. And I'm like, oh, maybe she just had a huge piece of glass yeah. in her hand. Yeah, I don't think she uh, tried to steal that on purpose. Right. I think she just realized, oh, hey, maybe this could help. Yeah. They didn't take it out, even though they bandaged up everything else. <laughs> mm, true. So yeah, yeah, so then he takes the glass, and we'll stay with with them. Um, so then the yeah. guy comes. Yeah, done. the guy comes in to take like Daniel and like experiment on, and he's all like, "Oh, she's not doing well. Like, look after her. See what's wrong with her." And the guy's like, "Yeah, not nah, fuck <laughs> that." <laughs> he's like, "I don't care." And then he goes to like you know, get Daniel, and then Daniel basically takes the shard, like, shanks him, beats the crap out of him, and then knocks him out. Takes the key, gets Daisy, picks her up, and they're about to leave, but then he, he, while he's... I did like the scene of how they did it when he's picking her up, and then he feels, like, the ground shake, and then he slowly turns around, and the camera pans, and you see it's uh, Nathaniel. Um, Yeah. Nathaniel. (laughs) So I was like, wait, they were going... You know what? My, my, sorry, I just realized my issues with his stupid name. He having to say Nathaniel. It's driving me nuts. Yeah, it's, it's a dumb name. <laughs> sorry, all the Nathaniels out there. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it is. Yes. And it was kind of like, wait a minute. So you went to go take... So now you, you were going to take you know, Agent Souza and start working on him. But in between, you already injected yourself with you know like he already figured out yeah you how already to figured do out how to do this and you're already experimenting on yourself wouldn't you work with wouldn't you like you know then test daniel next and do experiments on him and then wouldn't it take time to kind of formulate yeah we had not enough time for this to go through already yeah <laughs> it was just it was very rushed and very but then again then again it's a show what they're like traveling through time chasing alien robots yeah, good point. So, so yeah, <laughs> he, he injected himself with the uh, Daisy's blood or whatever in her uh, spinal fluid. He did a dollop exactly. of Daisy. <laughs> you got a little dollop of Daisy, um, and it's not working the way he wants. He's like, my bones are shaking. And stuff's a-quaking, 
but he's not feeling well. <laughs> and then basically he quakes the roof in on himself and Sousa is like, cool, thanks. And he leaves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, that's better than me having to fight you while right. her. <laughs> and I just like, again, I felt like that whole story, that whole thing was like, that's kind of lame. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't want him to be our yeah. big dad. I'm happy with the crumbs being. Yeah, it's like dad. he doesn't. I don't need it to be unless a... he's just. I don't need it to be a Malik. Yes. You know, it felt like they're like they really want to have Maliks, and I thought the idea of having you know Gideon's father being you know someone in the beginning of the season, great. I didn't need to follow the Malik family, you know, through time. Yeah, I felt like they were like, we gave you enough Gideon Malik, so now we're going to give you Freddie and Nathaniel because yeah. you haven't had any of that, and it was like. Uh, we didn't really need all of that. A little bit, sure. They're not. They're not the family. Like, you, you, Hydra is exactly the villain. The Malik family's not the exactly. Villain, you know, so you could pick any other Hydra person you wanted yes. to, to bring. Exactly. In. So it was like, and then again, and like I said, and then the story wasn't even like you started out with something that had the potential to be interesting, and it just didn't really pay off. At least it's not paying off right now. And obviously he's coming back. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like you said, it's like, I'm not into his character. I don't want him being any part of like the big bad working with the Chromicons or, or, you know, even just being, I just don't want him being there. Nathaniel, we just don't want you. Yeah. Um, you were funny when you were drinking milk in a bar. Yeah, and now we're exactly. done. And unless this whole thing is just to cut. And although, I don't know. Cause I was thinking like, is it just to bring back for an episode or the series finale, like uh, Whitehall, you know? It's like, I'd, I'd rather see more Whitehall. Right, maybe it's oh, yeah. to set him up for a return. I don't know. We'll see. Mm. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, agreed. I was just kind of like meh, but I was happy. You know, they got out, and this didn't last any longer than it had to. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was Daisy and Daniel. <laughs> now we rewind <laughs> again. Uh, to where I go. Uh... Here, here, oh, I, I, I didn't miss this Mac attitude. Thanks. You didn't miss the Mac Daddy. Nope. nope. Uh. So he is pissed off at Deke because Deke killed Malik, and Malik's like, Deke's like, well, there's no more waves, so I did what should right. be done. And he's just like, he's like, you don't make those calls. I was like, I get it, but also. He was a, a ripple. He was a wave. He should have been dead two years ago. So whatever. Um, so <laughs> I'm with I'm with I'm with May from last from last week, where she was like, "Nathan's a ripple. Let him die." Right. And yeah. So here's the thing. I think that it annoys us more because um, we've had issues with Mac and this attitude before. The thing is, is yes. Out of all the times Mac acted like this, this is probably the most. Uh, Justified. justified i go that he yeah. that that yeah. he was because again it's like one you know the ripples and waves okay i kind of get it even though he should kind of be off that by now um it's like yeah, a drug. It's we're done um but <laughs> at the same time i understand the whole like one he's obviously stressed because it's a stressful situation i go and because of his, his parents absolutely i go that adds you know even higher levels of stress to it so he's already like not thinking clearly I go and two it's like Again, I do understand the whole, then what's the point of having a director? And what's the point of, you know, if you're not Mm going to listen, if you're, and and not like, again, not go off and do stuff like, okay, I said not to go, you know, 
to Delaware. You went to Delaware. It's like <laughs> you're killing people now, and that wasn't the order, and you're dis, you know, disobeying. So I do get that of like, you know, being pissed about that. I get that. You know what? And if it was, and if it was Daisy had to did it to uh, Deke, I'd be like, you're right, Mac. You need right. to get on but her like, like that. Like Deke, it's I just go, that. And... Yeah, and I, and I was also with my whole. I felt like the Deke Mac relationship has always been so like he's never been here from Deke. Not that he has to be there, like enjoy Deke at all, but like he's just come down on Deke on everything. Yeah, it's like I said, it's for like two years. Like as soon as Deke shows up, he's like, You suck, Deke. I'm like, okay, can we just you know what? Remember how he like, you know, sacrificed himself to help you guys get back to the task when he thought he was gonna die? Yes. I do. <laughs> it's like is that I'm a like, question? I don't know. Maybe like, cut I, him. I no, I was like, I was like, I don't know. Just sometimes, like every time he shows up, everyone and it's not even just Max. Like everyone just like bags on this guy, and I went, you know what? Can we right. stop? So, which goes back to my point is why you know uh, the main reason why we're we don't like Mac in this scene is because of stuff that's happened really in the past, and not really because of this scene because yeah. he actually is justified in this scene. I go, it's just we're gonna do what most people do. It's like. I like this character. <laughs> I don't like you when you act like this. Um, so, nope. you know, and, you know, you, you haven't treated this character that we like well in the past. So even though you're justified, I'm, I'm going to say I don't like you in this scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's basically what it is. Like, yeah, totally. He's totally justified. I get it. But, yeah, at the same time, I'm same here. I'm looking going, hey, you know what? You're always kind of like a dick to Deke, and that pisses me off. So I'm going to be... And he like, and he's always got this attitude with someone when he's justified or when he's not justified. It's like inconstant. Like, I just remember the whole real shield thing. Like, it always comes back to real shield for me. I mean, <laughs> and so we can't trust uh Colson. He's the he's scared. He's shady. He's this and that. I'm like, you came in undercover to prove that he was doing something wrong when he wasn't doing anything wrong ever. Yeah. I, Why are you the judge jury all the yeah, time? Yeah, again, it, it's past stuff. But I mean. <laughs> Again, uh, agreed, but he is justified. I mean, if there's if there's any scene, we yes. should probably give him a, a pass on being like that stupid Mac part that we don't like. It's probably this yeah. one. That's what I said. I told you you had to not you had to uh, you had to talk yeah, me down exactly because it's like again he's justified. One, he's right. I go and two with the pressures of what's going on again for the umpteenth time trying to save the world and with his parents, it's like <laughs> yeah, you can kind of understand why he's like you know short with him yeah. there and it's like and you know what max at least has, has up until this episode built up enough goodwill this year to where we should like be like yeah you know what yeah i'm not immediately going exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah but i get it you know i i totally because that you know my initial reaction is always it was the same too until i was like eh, let me think about it he's kind of justified he's going through a lot yeah i had a moment <laughs> a lot. i was like ah oh, mac like literally like my notes go from oh, i can't stand this mac too but you know what right. he's stressed that's how my right. notes went. So yeah, exactly. But yeah, I get it. It was like, um, and then he kind of, and then he leaves, right? Yeah, because they're like they still can't find Daisy, and he's like, "You stay here," and he and Yo Yo are gonna go look for right. his parents. You know, I saw and that in my head. They're I like, go, "Oh yeah, second date." <laughs> looking for the parents, um, and then the he's parents. uh, like he's like reminiscing. He's like, "Oh, this." You know, we had a big barbecue for the bicentennial, and I remember like you know playing with my cousins. And I went, "How old is Mac?" 
Okay. Um, he's supposed. To... I had to look it up. Oh, okay. Okay, okay what do you so think? I'm gonna say. Okay, so this is an excellent right. question. So I'm gonna say, Max, based on what Shield was saying, you know, what the show saying has to be around his early to mid forties. Okay, if he was supposed to be early to mid forties, he couldn't remember playing at the picnic at the bicentennial. Mac, the actor, sorry, the actor himself is freaking fifty. He just turned fifty. Oh, is he really? Yes, I went. Wow, because I kept going. How old is he supposed to be? If he's supposed to remember this stuff, how old are you, Mac? Because I thought, like you said, I thought Mac was supposed to be like you know, mid to early forties. No, man's fifty. The actor's fifty. He, he could be fifty. The character could be fifty. Right. Remember, so wait, you know, the bicentennial. Yeah. Another forty-four. Yeah. No, wait. He's supposed to be older then. No, he could. Because um, all right, so nineteen. 19- he could have been like he could have been about six. He could no, don't they six. say his age? I can six or seven. Oh, no, I they don't they say his age. Like eight. I I thought they said eight and ten because I know the fa- the the father goes. Yeah, oh, the do father- they say their names? They just no because they can't be because in the next episode when you see them, that's bigger than ten. I mean, that's bigger than what it, that would be what bigger Mac than like right now. What the actor is now, yeah. No, yeah, like what we see in the next because episode. Because the father goes. It's been about it's been about like uh, I'm gonna go back. I'm 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 gonna go back. Yeah, him. he would have to be like fourteen ish in the next episode. That kid was a right. 14. I go. I'm gonna go back in this episode because I know, or I don't. I don't. I go. I really remember. I don't know if I'm misremembering. I go mm-hmm. where uh, when they're walking with the father, and I don't know if his father and mother's like, oh, I have you know a boy at home. You know, I have two boys at home, and I thought he mentioned an age for them. I could be wrong. I'll go back, but um, either way, good for you. See, I was going. I was going with, yeah, I know, because I was going with maybe he would have to be at most eight. I thought he said eight. I thought I thought he said one of my boys is. Don't forget, he's the older and anything. So I don't know. That's why I. That's why I was like, I don't know if it's eight or ten. I don't know if he even. I don't even know if he said eight or (laughs) ten. I was like, or. Well, think what threw me because I'm like, how is he supposed to be old enough to remember the bicentennial? How old is this actor? And I went, oh, he is fifty. He right. is old enough to remember the bicentennial. Which then, <laughs> good for you, sir. <laughs> good for you. So, which if he's eight, let's just say eight, right? Say that's right. Mm-hmm. I go, he's eight in 1976. That means mm-hmm. that in 2020, he has to be. He's 52. Okay. Oh, you're right. It's still yeah. older. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I don't know about that. I have to have misremembered that. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and check, but I'm like, there's no way he could be. I mean, he could, but then that's that's really weird if they made him Mac 52. Yeah. I was like, wow. Good for but him. yeah, good but for no, him. but in le- legit though, to the actor, good job. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like I had to look it up because the whole episode, boy, how old are you? <laughs> How old are you? Um, yeah. So him and right. So him and Yo-Yo go and they're so they get to obviously your favorite place, the lighthouse. The lighthouse. Yeah, they get in before the the light the light uh the light down. The lockdown is completed. Uh, well, we shut the lights off. Uh, yeah. So they get there before the lockdown completed, and they get in and. They basically laser their way into the cell where the parents are. <laughs> Some funny moments when Mac 
That was so funny. When he hugs his mom. They're like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? He's like, oh, sorry. He's like, this is my girlfriend. And I like how Yo was like, I don't think they need to, they don't need to know that and anything. And she's like, I'm Elena. This is Macklemore. And yeah, so I thought those were really good moments. Okay. So here's my thing. The whole thing with the parents, okay. the they get out and they're talking and they're having like mm-hmm. good back and forth. And the father does not trust at him all. at all. He's very like, which is very like, it's a good so way to play even it. Before, right? When they're in the cell mm-hmm. and they're together and they're like holding hands and everything, the, 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 the mother and father, and they start like lasering in the wall, you know, through the wall. Mm-hmm. They look at each other and they're like, oh my God, what's going on? What now? And I'm like, but they're not even in yet. So, like, who are you acting for? And they, is it for the cameras? I don't. I, would, I mean, maybe. That's the only right. thing I can think of. It's gotta be and the then cameras. it's kind of like now the whole thing with the machine totally makes sense on how they would have their memories. But my, but the thing that, mm-hmm. and again, this is a is a small thing. It's a it's not even like a thing where it's like, oh wow, yeah, that's a huge like deal probably for most people. But I just felt like the woman who played you know, who was the uh, Chromicon at the beginning of the episode where May was like, uh, something's off with her. I feel like she played mm-hmm. it more, a little bit more like subtle and robotic of like, yeah, I have their memories, but I'm still a Chromicon and I don't, I can't act exactly like that person, you know? Where I, mm-hmm. while, while his, his parents, parents were, were just like... You had no idea right, until... Which I totally get yeah. for the sake of the plot and which I totally appreciate for that moment that we'll get to later on, I go, for that respect, it worked brilliantly. I go, but I'm just like, ah, but I feel like why did the Chromicon at the beginning, you know, and again, I know it's nitpicking. It's like, why did the Chromicon at the beginning mm-hmm. play, play it off? Like, yeah, she had emotions and she did whatever, but it was still stilted. Like, you can kind of tell it's a Chromicon playing a part. Whereas the parents were just like super, like, unless they're like, the Chromicon, like the equivalent to like Meryl Streep and Daniel Day Lewis in the Chromicon world, they're like, nah, they're the best, <laughs> you know. I was gonna say, I was, okay, that's, I was like, that could be it. I was gonna say, the actress playing the first Chromicon, just that's good. that you know what, that's another possibility. <laughs> I go, because that's the other thing I thought of. I go, maybe she wasn't supposed to play it stilted, maybe they wanted her to play it like, yeah, we, you know, you're exactly like this person, and she just played it like that. I go, that's totally a possibility. And that's why I said it's nitpicking. I'm not even sure it's a thing. But then I also, in my head, kind of go, well, I don't feel like even with the Chromicons adapting to it and, and having the memories, like, I don't feel they would be, like, I don't know. And this is just me personally. I don't feel like they would totally mm-hmm. be down with all the mannerisms, movements, and just, like, the flow. like the That they would be so, so nat- natural exactly. with it. It would be, like, so natural. But, again, it's not a huge deal. I go, um, I was more, it was more of the whole, how do they have their memories? That was kind of annoying me a lot too, but that makes, you know, that makes sense through the machine. But yeah, I was just like, oh, okay. But you know what? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I don't really care too much because it gave us a great, like, moment. Scene. So they are now escaping. Right. Um, They're trying to get out. Right. They're having those... Uh, Mac and, and and me, Mac and Dad uh, moments where <laughs> like they're not really getting along, but you could tell they're alike. 
And Max like he's trying me, and I went, "Yeah, he don't know you." Exactly. <laughs> it's like he's trying. It's like, did you expect him to like be like, you know what? I feel this bond with you, so I recognize you. Okay, at this point, <laughs> before it didn't hit me that, uh, well, because we don't know about his parents at this point. All I could think was, "Oh my, oh man, if they are still alive in the future." Is he's gonna come to a point where he looks at his adult son and goes, "You look just like that guy that saved my life, honey. You got some explaining to do." So we admit that twenty years <laughs> later they would recognize. <laughs> just wanted to make that make that clear. Okay, dang it. All right, dang it. So I don't want to say I was right, but clearly I was right. <laughs> and yes, she would have a lot of explaining to do. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that that's true. Um, yeah, because I was yeah. like, wow, they're really going to get... Well, I thought of that, too. It was the whole, like, Back to the Future thing, where it's like, they're yeah. not going to realize that their son looked exactly like that guy that they met. Like, we're just like, you know, kept saying, you look, remind me of someone. Like, he looks so... Is he like your uncle? Well, no, no. He looks just like, you know, maybe not. And then one day he goes, oh, that guy. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, so they're going and they're trying to escape. And basically, it's like Mac kind of like work. And they, they did it so well because of, of like how like, you know, Mac and, and the father, they're like kind of at odds, but they're also kind of bonding. Mm-hmm. And Mac's getting this opportunity to like chill with his younger dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then they're at like this, I guess, where like this door is this huge like iron door or whatever and they're trying to like get through that and they realize that they have to go and like hotwire it somehow to kind of do something with the gears yeah like it's it's locked but like the way it's clamped down he realizes it's like wire something like a car like hydraulic hydraulics something like that and they, yeah. they're, they're doing yeah I don't know, car crap. They're doing uh they're doing car talk and they kind of bond over that and like we could do this and da, 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 da. and it's like okay. Right. And you're so like, it's like, yay, he's having a good time with that. Exactly. <laughs> and they're doing it so well, and you're thinking, yeah, all right, cool. And um, right, and then at that point, I guess we have to go back to uh Um, we could still they still have an, uh, another quick scene that we can hit. Cause they're at the door, they're getting it almost open, and then he hears I think his they hear someone coming and his dad's arm kind of like slips and he gets hurt and yeah. he's like oh no don't worry about it and Max like I'm gonna go you know fight these crumbs he's like I'm gonna go fight these crumbs that are coming because I'm one human man and now I can take on two robots. <laughs> yes, Mac is strong. But he's not that. Strong. I, I I thought that too. That fight was every time they keep having like Mac and like May like you know fight these robots like a standstill. Kind of like, are you? What? So I thought, really? I thought the same thing because I was like, you know what? They started with when it first started with the Comic Cons. They made it that basically, no matter how good you are fighting, a human can't even like really, like May at best can kind of do enough to where she won't get killed and they can get away. Yeah, but they can't fight to a standstill with the Comic Cons. And yeah. every fight that goes on, and and as you know, the more and more that they have the storyline go on, they are making the humans all of a sudden kind of 
yeah, like level up to the level of the Chromicons. And I'm like, yes. eh, yeah, I go, there's another scene I go later where I was like, wait, what? So yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. So there, he goes to fight and the the mom, like, you know, does something to dad's arm and they keep trying to open the door. So yeah, now right. we can go back. Right. So then we go back to Coulson, who's like, who goes down into the shower. Oh, you don't want to hit, oh, oh, do you want to save, um... Simmons and Deke to later. I'd like to end with Simmons and Deke. Okay. I mean, gotcha. I, I mean, unless... no, you know, because yeah, I, I we do. Okay. That. Um. Okay. So yeah. Uh. So then Coulson goes down, and Coulson's all like, "Hey, I'm gonna go down." He sees in the shaft. He sees like all the hunters that are there. They're they're in the pods. Um. Yeah. He sees the machine, which he and he goes, "You know what? I'm just gonna put my hands in." Puts it. his hands in. <laughs> And then he's popped in this little like white room with uh Sybil Trelawney. Yeah. Just in the white room. (laughs) (laughs) And I really, really love this conversation. I love it. He's it's 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 him and Sybil. She's like, My name's Sybil. They call me the predictor. What's your name? (laughs) Uh and she's just at one point, he's like, you're just answering all my questions. She's like, yeah, I got nothing to hide. Yeah. He's like, where am I? She's like, you're in a virtual space. Yeah. Where's my body? It's in a time. Sh- it's in our time ship, ship surrounded by our hunters, yeah. which I'm like, you're telling him too much. It's like. That's where that's where she is not adapting, where she doesn't realize she should keep some stuff back from him. <laughs> so she doesn't, again, because I, and I think part of the reason for that is because when he goes, you know, you can see the future and she goes, no, I could I could read the timelines i could read different timelines and she says something about a tree and right. she sees the and branches she's... And he's like a poet right and she's like based on that i can come up with what's going to happen and the act and how events are going to play out based on these timelines but it, mm-hmm. it's like the time stream they call it the time stream yeah you're right on the on, based on the time stream but again because mm-hmm. she's not as smart as colson um <laughs> she doesn't realize that if you give away too much information, there are always loopholes that you can do to kind of fuck with the time streams. Yeah. And he, she tells him, oh, our ship is underground. It always appears underground. That's why you can't find it. So now later on, if he has to find a ship, he'll be looking underground. Right. And it's this arrogant like, o- overconfidence that she has. Yes. Because that's the thing. It's always, yeah. and, and, and this, is a, this is a trope with a lot of these science fiction shows with the, you know, these mm-hmm. big alien races or, or robot races or whatever they are, where, you know, they see the humans as these lowly, like, dumb, like, they'll always fuck up. So the mm-hmm. arrogance, you know, their arrogance basically uh, gets the better of them and they wind up giving too much information mm-hmm. or not taking the humans seriously enough. And even though it's a trope and normally that would be like, ah, oh, they did that again. It just works. You know? Yeah, because the thing is, like, yeah, Coulson's a robot, but he's a robot that's based on human, on a human's mind and a human's memory. Right. And I love how... So Coulson is not reacting as a robot. He's reacting as a human. Yes. But I love the fact that, and, the, and that's what's so great about this, like, new and, and weird and improved Coulson. I say improved, but just like, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like he can tap into so many different resources. He could tap into the LMD side of himself. He can tap into the mm-hmm. Chromicon side of himself. He could tap into the human side of himself. And it's like, ah, oh, there's just, there's so many layers, literally, to Coulson. I, I, just, I like the way he kind of like just, he's like, he's playing with her, basically. Like, he's like back, he's just kind of walking around mm-hmm. and 
just feeling out and like, you know, okay, well, if you're going to tell me everything, like, you know, where's Daisy? Right. And she's like, Nathaniel has her. He's taking the power. He's like, all right, great. That's something we have to look into. Yes. <laughs> you know? And she's like, and I like, he's like, well, is it going to work? She's like, well, there's a 22% chance that he will succeed. He's like, oh, that's not bad. And there's an 86% chance that she'll survive. He's like, yeah, that's my girl. Exactly. Like, you're giving him what he doesn't have to be as desperate to find her because he knows that there's a good chance that she will be okay. Right. He doesn't have to be right. Like, you're giving him all this stuff. Give him everything. But in her mind, she's just like, well, I've read the time streams. So yeah. I know. And there's nothing that these humans can do that would, you mm-hmm. know, fuck us up. And it's like, ah, yeah. Oh, he also explains why did, he's like, why did you take Max's parents? She's like, yeah, so we can, like, you know, we knew that he would come to get them. Right. We knew what you would do. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't know exactly what. Exactly. Play that alien robot card and he's playing the human card. Exactly. Uh, so and you know, and you then know they get a whole discussion. Understand? What? Humans. Boom. Go ahead. Uh, they're, they're talking about. Why do you want the earth you know why should we give up the earth to you and she's like well there's a difference between chromacons and yeah, humans um you know humans are called phil and chromacons call luke <laughs> um <laughs> uh, there you know it's time time is the most like the biggest difference like you know humans have limited time and they fear death so much that they will do anything it's like prevented. They would act so irrationally to prevent death, which is why they knew they could take Max's parents because he wouldn't want Max, he wouldn't want his parents to die. And so he would react, react, uh, he would react in the way that they knew he would to save his parents, no matter right. what. So, so they go into that. And he's like, and she's like, the Chronicons have, we can't die. So there's no real consequence to us. Like, you know, it's like, because of that, you, you'll eventually figure that out and you will just give up. Right humans will just give up because or you run out of time so we got you either way exactly but i don't know about you tiff i feel like she's made three mistakes did she (laughs) i love that because colson's like i love how colson like listens and he's like yeah he's like but he goes i feel like he goes there are three things wrong with what you said i like how he goes if you don't mind can i share them with you and she's like yeah please (laughs) and i think of course. course. I love information. Exactly. Um, and then basically, I like how, you know, Colson describes while he's describing this, they're, they're playing like the little monologue of the humans doing it, of basically like montage the montage monologue. And I was like, that's not the right word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you. The montage of, you know, how he's talking about like the human spirit and like how, you know, sacrifice is like a huge part of, you know, how basically sacrifice and what we sacrifice for and like, you know, how it's like how all those moments are spe- are special okay. and whatnot is like what makes us human and it's always something that aliens and like robots will never understand it's mm-hmm. it's which again is a trope but it's such a it's such an amazing trope because it totally works it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, a good, good one. one it's a one yeah. that should always be used because it's kind of like right they yeah. can never it's the one thing you know, all those emotions, all those things that sacrifice, love, you know, all those things that we do for mm-hmm. human beings and for other people and for ourselves and everything. It's like, that's always the thing, those human emotions that they don't understand, that they never know how to, they never know how to um, adapt to that. Is it quantify? Yeah, quantify or yeah. adapt, right. Because yeah, he's like, 
he's like he's like the difference is like it's sacrifice because like since time is limited to them sacrifice to humans sacrifice comes as as a cost mm-hmm. like a real cost and he's like you know like he's not you don't you don't use data it's about heart and blood and pain and sweat and like okay gross he's like but humans never give and up no as we see like a montage of yeah exactly as we see a montage of like you know uh deke and uh simmons are fixing a ship and yo-yo is um getting the door open and mac, mac is fighting the, the crumbs and susa who is disabled who's carrying uh daisy out of this yeah. barn like there's like you know like look at them persevering you know exactly and then and then he's like and then he's like you know also, you're wrong about me. He's like, I don't fear death. I haven't feared death in a long time because I died twice. That's great because she, because she, a la, a la Buffy. <laughs> that was great because she was like, you said there was three, and he was like, oh yeah, you were wrong mm-hmm. about me. <laughs> and then he was basically like, I haven't feared death for a long time, and I love because he kind of like walks closer to her and kind of like, you know, it's like one of those things you're gonna whisper in someone's ear, but he doesn't really do that. And he's like, I haven't feared death in a long time. He goes, as a matter of fact. You might say death is kind of my superpower, and I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, Coulson, you were paying attention to me." Exactly. To <laughs> it's like major superpower. Um, and then, <laughs> and then, yeah, he leaves the little like the blank space, the white room. I love how he just pops out and disappears. And I, yeah, made him look badass. God. And I, we do see, we do see one like Crom is coming down. The I see him behind. Uh, Colson as he's like you know starting to you know do what he's gonna do you see this guy like coming down the the ramp I was like oh, oh too, I late, so. that. too late <laughs> yeah whenever we watch him like this one walking down <laughs> damn and then he's like so he, yeah he, he tells May he radios to May on that uh, weird he's like walkie- get off the ship on that get weird on the walkie talkie thing that Deke invented <laughs> sorry that you don't plug in you don't plug in <laughs> And then yeah, he, yeah, he's basically like he's like get off the get on get on uh, the 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 Quinjet because I think at this point everyone oh yeah at this point um May has gotten back with um uh May has saved Mac yes her and uh, Stoner came and she and Stoner yeah and saved Mac and then Stoner uh stayed there and I did like I did like that conversation with him and May. Oh, where she's like, I'm level seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, so right. So they've saved uh, them, and then May, Mac, Yo-Yo, and Mac's parents open the door. They're leaving. Stoner stays to you know file a report on everything that's going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's like, but get everyone out of the. Um... Yes. Out of the lighthouse. Yes, yeah. Because Coulson's gonna make a boom boom. <laughs> and. <laughs> Oh, you know who, who? You know who Mac is fighting? Mac was fighting Luke at that time. Luke the Chronicon, yeah. I go. He's everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he dies in this episode. Aww. Aww. Poor Luke the Chronicon. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, so then they wound up. They're on the ship now. They're on the Zephyr. Uh, yeah, and and then Coulson detonates, and he dies. He dies, and I do like again. Yeah. Which again, I, I I did like before when he was radioing May, and he was like, "I hope you're right about this," because you know that's May's theory. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 
like, but May's like, she's like, he'll come back. May's just like, yeah. He always and does. And I like the fact that May is just like, this is also too why I'm not trying not to feel emotions because just in case I'm wrong, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to feel that. Um. So yeah. So then we get back to the Zephyr where it's like Mac and Yo Yo, May and his parents, and oof. Mm. Oof. I was like. I thought I thought the Colson sacrifice was going to be the saddest part of this episode. Right. No, this was the saddest part of this episode. They're on there and they're <sighs> they're talking about like you know, just like you know, she's t- oh, the mom is telling stories about her little Alfie. Yeah, and Ma- and Yo Yo's like, oh, that's so cute. And Mac <laughs> and the father, the father's like, oh my god, like this plane's amazing. It must be running on whatever. And him and and Mac's like, yeah, they're like bonding and having this great moment. And you're just like, oh, that's really sweet. It's like that's great. And then the fa- isn't it great that they saved the day? Exactly. And I always forget that Agents of Shield is one of those shows that will gut punch you sometimes. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and. He, you know, the father goes over to May. He thanks her, and when he thanks her, he has his hand on her shoulder, and you just see May's face go like, "Oh shit!" And I remember watching and going, "Oh shit!" I was like, "No, no!" I was like, "No!" And dang it, she goes, and then May goes over to uh, Mac and tells him like something's wrong like Max like why is the Quinjet turning around because he could feel it turning around right yeah. oh right and May's like I can't bring them to the to the bunker like I can't bring them to the and uh the Zephyr, the Zephyr. and Max like well why not and then she's like because when he came over he's like I felt nothing from him he goes just like Coulson and Max like nah and Coulson's like I'm dead <laughs> let it go I know right it was like why are you bring on Coulson again um and then <laughs> What am I, Deke? Exactly. Uh, that'd be great if Matt was like, you mean Deke? And she's like, no, Colson. He's like, Deke. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so he's, so Mac doesn't want to believe it. And she's like, Mac, I'm, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. like, And then she like feels, like touches Mac. I don't want to say feels Mac. And she's like, touches Mac. And she's like, I know you know that this is a possibility too. And, I, and at this yeah. point, I'm thinking, it's just the father. I don't know why. This is what I thought also. I yeah. thought so too. I don't know why, but I thought it was just the father. And she's like, check his arm. You said he hurt his arm. Check his arm. And then the father's like, he's like, I need to see your arm. She's like, what's going on? I like, I need to see your arm. And the way he goes, okay, and just pulls up the arm and you see, you pulls up his arm sleeve and you see that uh, it's You're metal. A robot. There's a big, like, he's a robot. It's like, Mac hates robots and you made his dad a robot. Yeah. And then the mother gets up and then you're like, oh shit, it's him and the mom. And then I really thought the mom was yeah, human. Yeah, me too. I don't know why. Uh, maybe, maybe we just wanted to believe that. We were hoping. We exactly. Were hoping. <laughs> and then they fight. And I will say, like during the fight, um, like again, you got two Comic Cons, and I get like mm-hmm. Mac, Mac May, and and Yo Yo shouldn't really have been able to kind of take them on like that but i guess the show is now just being like nah they can you know they yeah. can fight and everyone. i was like all right whatever um and it's the it's the part with the mom when he has to when you know they open the okay i'm sorry the part when the part when yo-yo snaps the dad's oh, neck that was it right that was the, you're right you know that was like <gasps> it's, that was the first part i was like <gasps> so my, yeah 
so I was like, remember when we talked before? And I was like, oh, there's another part we got to get to that was like shocking. That was the part I was thinking of. And then mm-hmm. I totally forgot about it when we got here. But thank you. Yes. When she snaps the dad's neck, it was first me going, oh, shit. Like, she just like snapped his neck and like right in front of Mac. And I know that's not yeah. his dad, but oh, my God, still. Um, but still, she snapped his neck. And then I was Cause, like. Because he had just said to the, he just said to Mac, I killed your parents. Oh, like there was not even like maybe they're fake maybe they're alive somewhere it's like no no I legit killed your parents. He goes they've been gone for a while and I was like oh you son of a bitch. I was yeah. like I even hated the way he said it. Yes, and they did a good job of making you just go exactly. You know, and then she snaps his neck and I'm like oh shit and then I was like really she's that strong she could just snap a crime like okay you know what I'm not even going there right now. Uh, so he's dead and then they open up the like the you know what is the hatch hatch or something and then like mac has to like he's fighting the mom which is weird and then like he has (laughs) the mom she's holding on to the thing and he's like ready to like kick her out or push her out and she actually does the like baby don't do it (laughs) and i was like i was like oh no is mac gonna listen because even though you know you still don't want to believe, so mm-hmm. you might kind of go, uh, maybe. Uh, and then Mac, maybe. maybe his, maybe his mom, maybe that really was his mom, and she had just taken like some kickboxing classes, and she saw them fighting her husband. And she just wanted to join the fight. Oh, <laughs> do you think maybe that's what really happened? <laughs> um, I'll, I'll take that. I'll believe it. Um, yeah, and then mm, no, Mac has to make another really hard decision. That's why I'm like, we need to give Mac slack on on in this episode um yes by the end of the episode mac has all the slack <laughs> and then he has to throw her off the, the plane and i was like ah shit i was like this is just, i mean i felt so bad for him i was just like that sucks it's like that was that was a heartbreaking scene yeah that was... I really thought, oh, that heartbreaking scene is going to be Colson sacrificing himself. Nope, nope, nope. They said we're going to do worse than that. Yeah. And boom, they're, uh, they kind of get back to, they all get back to the Zephyr. Um, and yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get to the ending part over there. We need to go back to Simmons and, and Deke and, uh, Deke. my favorite, Enoch. <laughs> So after the after the um sorry after they took out the Project Insight mm-hmm. and the Chromicons took over and launched some missiles to like you know take down the Zephyr, they were able to dodge most of them, but one of them like hit them on the side a little bit. Yeah, and so it messed up their their shielding. Right, because they got it like they got the fire out, but they realized the shielding was messed up, and they needed to fix it before the next jump because uh if they if they weren't shielded the next time they jumped in time like zephyr would tear apart and everyone yes. would die <laughs> and so uh enoch and simmons are like okay we have to fix this and simmons is like how do i fix this and she's completely forgotten how to fix this right and even though she built it and she tells enoch that and enoch is like i like the way he says he's like okay Gemma simmons he's like we will he goes Yes, I yeah, love that. Like, Do not worry. He goes, everything will be okay. And he like ushers her off like, you know, like like, you know, like you would do to the wife of your best friend, you know? Yes. <laughs> um, so then yeah, he takes her and then he is kind of working on that chip 
in the back of her neck. He's like, he's like, the, yeah, because we like a previous episode, we had seen her rubbing her neck, and there was like these three lights that we could see, and we didn't know what they right. were. In this episode, he's now doing something to that, and we could see like on the screen like these this implant thing that's in her neck, and we're not the only person that sees that. Deke, Deke sees it, it. <laughs> and and Deke's like, "No, nah, my man." <laughs> And he knocks Enoch out, and you know what? I understand what he like. He shocks him like a like a uh, like a thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's like he knocks uh, Enoch out, and then he like wakes up Simmons, and he's like, (laughs) Enoch, like turned on us. He's like evil. He was like, you know, he was like, uh, he's a traitor. He was doing something to you. Something to you. And I like how she looks on the ground and she sees him knocked out, and she's like, Deke, what did you do? And it's like. Um, he saved his neck. But in that, in that, like, in that, like, like, but she did say, like, in, like, a, yeah, right? Like, like that exasperated, like, I told you not to eat the ice cream, and he ate the ice cream, now you're stuck. Yes. Like, what, so, what am I going to do with you? Like, she wasn't, like, mad. No, it was that, like, but she was just, like, parental, <sighs> grandmothery, like, like you said, like, oh, you kicked the ball through the, uh, you know, through the window, and you broke the window, like, what did you do? Like, that type of thing and i was just like i love how they do that because simmons always plays the like she's always good at playing the the grandmothery role even though she's not trying to be a grandmother yeah the familiar the familiar familiar yeah family you 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 feel it exactly so she's like what did you do and everything and he's all like (laughs) uh it's like i did what i had to do you know like you know he's like i saved my my nana um yeah and but then I like when he's like, I want some answers right yeah. now. And I'm like, yes, let's get some answers. Because she's like, and she's like, okay, well, I, yeah, right. I like how he was like, okay, you're saying like, oh, Enoch's a friend. She's like, Enoch's a friend, and I trust him and everything. And he's like, okay, then you need to start giving me answers. What the hell's going on? And then I like the. And he goes, she's she she says he was helping me get my memory back so I can remember how to fix the shit. Yes. Okay. So now, help me out here on this one. I mean, if you got it down, go for it. Yes. She explains that she designed this chip Mm -hmm. uh, that she named Diana. Who's adorable. uh, Yes. She did say that. Um, She said she and her, she and her, she and her. Yes. She and Fitz, (laughs) it took them a while to find a place where they could track the crumbs through time. And like spy on them. Like it took them a while to find this place. And they finally found it. And this is where they figured out how to track them and spy on them. And Fitz had to stay there in order to guide them through time. So the reason, so when they're time jumping, that's Fitz, I'm thinking. Oh, okay. they, they say it later on in another episode. Right. Like I, they, they mentioned it in a, like this week's episode. Right. Um, and I was like, wait, when is they explain that Fitz is doing this? But I think this is her, her as she's telling this to, um, Deke, when he's like fit stayed behind, he's the one that's like sending them the jumping, how they can jump. Right. So she like, was explaining. I guess he finds out when they're jumping and then he says, Okay, now jump. Yes. Okay, so he so he's she in, was he's in charge of the little jump drive thing. So she was explaining to Deke that it was Fitz, because I wasn't sure if she was if she was yeah. or she wasn't in this episode. Yeah, she says, Yeah, he said he stayed behind to guide us. Right. And but he's completely exposed, which I don't know what that means. He's like, and if the Chromacons find him, they will kill him. Right. And she so she made the implant named Diana, who's adorable, <laughs> in order to help her <laughs> compress her memories 
suppress her memories about Fitz, but it's messing up and it's making her forget stuff that she's supposed to remember and remember stuff that she's supposed to forget. Like, yes. And where he is. So she has that chip to make sure that she can't remember where Fitz is, so they can't scan her memory and find out where he is. And then, and then kill, kill him. him. Yeah. But, okay, and this was right, the part was like, but that chip is also making her forget stuff that she should already know, you know, like yeah, like how to fix the, exactly. the ship. Okay, yes. Well done. Yes. And so what, what Enoch was doing is he was just trying to help her fix this chip so that she can, you know, remember the right Exactly. Stuff. Thank you, New Kids on the Block. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but I was going to say it. Yeah. I, I, uh, 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 I'm saying it. I feel, uh, I feel dirty uh, even saying it. Uh, uh, right stuff. Anyway. So, yeah. Um... So she explains that to Deke, and then I love the next part when Enoch's awake and he's like now fixing the chip, mm-hmm. and, they, and he's just very upset with Enoch with with, with uh, Deke. Very and upset. I like how Simmons is talking to him, and then Simmons is like looking. She's like, and Deke says something. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, like I didn't know." And she's like, "And like such like." She's like, "You now you apologize." Exactly. <laughs> and I love Deke. Actually, he's like. Enough. I'm really sorry about what I did. He goes, you're a valued member of our family and anything. He goes, <laughs> and I love how Enoch is like, and he's like, thank you. He's like, that is the greatest compliment that you can, uh, you know, uh, afford me. And I'm like, ah. He would say that. I was like, okay, now call him Uncle Enoch. Yes. <laughs> call him Unky. I was like, please call him Unky. That would be hilarious. You already called her Nana. Exactly. Come on. And Bobo. Yeah. And uh, Simmons like you have to keep this secret. No one right. can know. She's like, it's like you're in danger already. Right. And I like the fact that she also that she mentioned that she's like, you know, you're in danger, and that's why I didn't want you to know. It's not like oh, like mm-hmm. if it was Mac, he'd be like, because we hate you, Deke. That's why we didn't tell you. Because <laughs> you're gonna tell someone, you're gonna sell it out for like exactly. a dollar. Because you know that's what Mac would say. Where she's just like, I didn't want to tell you or anyone because I don't want you to be put in danger. And I was like, exactly. Um, so yeah. Yes. So I thought that was I like the fact that we finally got that explanation of what's going on with Simmons. Yeah. I've, and, I'm, and like, they finally, they've, they've got, we have that settled. We have what's happening with May settled. And then we only have to get uh, Yo-Yo settled. Right. And why her uh, inhuman abilities aren't working. But are now human. Or now, <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that though. Um, yeah. And yeah. then we have the final after credit scene. Oh no! Uh, first, everyone's still on the they're, they're on the ship. They're about to to mourn. We're like we're doing like a little like slow pan montage of like Mac and Yo Yo are sitting looking sad, and uh, Daisy's in a healing pod, and uh, Daniel's watching her, and Deke comes in also watch her. And I'm like, could you guys not watch her while she's in the pod? That's creepy. And then and Susa's like, I'm gonna stay because I think was it. Simmons, Simmons, like, I guess you're gonna leave now. I heard that you want to leave in 1976. And no, I'm gonna stay for the duration because I'm supposed to hook up he with wants Daisy. To leave in 1976. <laughs> um, yeah, that's basically what he wants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and then after they finish the the jump, Matt, you know, he gets gets on his motorcycle and he takes off. Yeah, and Deke's like, no, Matt, buddy, you need to stay here. We need to talk. I need to help you. And you knew he. And then our post credit scene. You happens. knew he was going to do yeah. un unshield like stuff because he put the leather jacket on, and you're like, oh, he's not 
Yeah, it's like, Ugh. yeah. So <laughs> right, and then right, and then we get the post credit scene where it's basically like Deke looking for Mac, and he sees Mac sitting. Like, okay, so Deke had got so Deke had got into like the Quinjet, and flew it off, right? No, the Zephyr was right there. It was right behind them. Was that the yes. Zephyr? I wasn't sure if that was the Zephyr or the Quinjet. No, it was pretty... because like, okay, that, I because mean, that was my that was going to be my question. Okay, no, you know what? Um, Does the Zephyr also jump? Does the Quinjet can the Quinjet is the Quinjet gonna jump when the Zephyr jumps, no matter where it is? Okay, um, hold on. So but I'm then not... then there was the episode where okay, yeah. So I'm not uh, okay. So wait, I'm not. I thought it was the Zephyr, but. I can't say that I'm 100% sure. It would also make more sense that if it wasn't the Zephyr and it was the Quinjet, because then, I just thought about this now. Why would Mac get on his motorcycle and literally only yes. ride like <laughs> to the rock? Two feet away. I'm here. And this, you know, and Sim's like, Sim is because uh, Mac, uh, sorry, Deke goes up to Mac trying to talk to him and he gets radioed from Simmons going, where are you? Where are you? I'm like, just look out the, the, the door. Right. He's right there. Yeah, no. How do you have to go? I have to look so far to find him. He's right there. <laughs> yeah, no, that had to be the Quinjet. I was very confused. That had to be the Quinjet, <laughs> yeah, because, right, it'd be like, where are you? Well, they're right out there. You can, if that's his effort, you should be able to see them. And two, it's like, why would you take the motorcycle and literally just go that far, which was like less than like a block? I go, and just like, you know, stay there. Um, so, yeah, so I guess that was the uh, Quinjet. Um, okay. So, yeah, and then he's looking for him. He gets that call from Simmons on the uh, walkie-talkie. He screams Mac, who doesn't even turn around. It's like, bro, I know you're, like, in pain. and like, He's in his feelings. He's emotional. And you're emotional right now. That doesn't <laughs> Stuff make just you, happened. <laughs> doesn't make you deaf. And it's like, okay. I was just like, yeah. I was like, oh, we're going to get a lot of wallowing. And whereas I understand it on one level, another level, I'm like, we only got 13 episodes. I don't want a wallowing episode. Well, that's why I thought it was, yeah. And I, I, I think that was part of my issue with the next episode, too. Was like, that was yeah. definitely part of the reasoning for it. So, yeah. Um, but I was yeah. just like, but it was like, when he screams Mac, I would at least like Mac to have a look like, yeah, I hear you, but I'm just not going to acknowledge you. But just kind of, I don't know, put your hand up. like. Right. Uh. But, like, Mac literally acted like everything was on mute. And I was like, all right. But it was just funny. But, uh, yeah. And then uh, they, everyone else kind of just quantum leaps out <laughs> and jumps out. And Yeah, because, like, Simmons is yelling, where are you? Where are you? There's something wrong with this, this time stream. We're jumping. Yeah. We're jumping. And then Deke sees the Quinjet jump, and he's like, oh, shit. Like we're like we're stuck here, Max. Like, <gasps> bum, oh, bum, he's, bum, he should have he should have went. Oh boy, yeah, quantum leap. <laughs> now, I was I'm surprised no one has worked that you in know, yet. That'd be dope if they did. And yeah, that was uh, adapt or die. Adapt or die. Adapt. Adapt or die. Adapt or die. <laughs> uh. Um, yeah. Um, again, I, it was, it was a good episode. Um, there was stuff Mm -hmm. in it that kind of like, again, there were some really good moments, some moments where I was like, "Mm, I was a little confused by that. Or I was like, wait, what does this mean? So it kind of, you know, 
maybe threw me off, but I go talking about how us talking through it and making me realize like, oh, okay, that was the machine that they used on Fitz and Simmons. And, you know, uh, the mother and father were probably just the Daniel Day-Lewis and Meryl Streep of Comic-Cons. Um, <laughs> maybe the actress at the beginning was just, <laughs> was just bad. I snorted. <laughs> and everything. I was like, <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, I was laughing. And I said I snorted laughing at you. Oh. <laughs> and I laughed at that. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so... I go, so kind of like putting those things in place makes the episode kind of like smoother for me, which I like. Um, so it settles better. It yeah. settles better. So yeah, so yeah, it was a good episode. I liked it. I go, I, I, I liked how it moved the plot along. I liked how it answered questions and uh, yeah, it was action packed, had all these moments, had the feels, it gave me, it gave me just about everything. Yeah, we had action, we had drama, we had comedy. Yep. You know. Which I enjoyed. Always. I um had had like I said, my one of my favorite Colson scenes. Actually now two of them when he's confronting May about, you know, hey, he wants to like he needs her support and she's like, You die. I'm I'm done watching you die. Exactly. And then his whole confrontation with Sybil. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Um I'm a little sad that Luke at the Comic Con is gone now. Because <laughs> now we can't bring up Luke anymore. I know. I just like saying <laughs> Luke is Luke. Yeah. Uh, I I had to work through a lot of Mac issues. Yes. Yeah. Which will continue next week. Yeah, next week's when I have. Some where he's justified. Yeah. But... Where he's always justified, but it's like I'm not enjoying it, even if you are justified. Right. Exactly. Um. Yeah. Uh, another good episode. So. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Hey. All right, so uh, this has been one more thing. I've been Anthony.